0: Power moves are intentional behaviors, moves, habits, you know, to-do list items, whatever you want to call it. the point is they're intentional moves. They are made with um, from being really proactive versus reactive. And you know, I like to say that power moves and making power moves in your career is really the difference between desperate luck and calculated success you can have a successful career, like you, you could definitely do that and not make power moves. But what I found is the common theme, if you want to be successful and fulfilled, um, the women who are able to kind of merge that into a career, they were making these power moves. It's just really hard right now. And I feel like the best thing that women can do is communicate with their employers. Um, if, if they're comfortable doing that and try to make sure that their employer understands and, and they have clear expectations of like what their employer needs from them. Because you can't be expecting people to work exactly the way they were before, but can you be clear about some expectations so that, you know, every week people can make sure they're hitting on those main areas.
1: Welcome to the Moda Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adishio, founder and CEO of Moda Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, thank you so much for joining me on the Mother Honestly podcast. I am your host, Kristen Hall, the COO of Mother Honestly, and we are recording from Motor City Women's Studios our gracious podcast host, and I'm so thrilled today to have Lauren McGoodwin join me on the podcast. She is the founder and CEO of Career Contessa, which she began in 2013. You may remember that name from our virtual summit that we did in May of 2020, and I'm so thrilled to have her on as she's built the only career site exclusively for women. Lauren, welcome.
0: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. We're so glad to have you. And would you be so kind and tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself?
0: Of course. So, as you mentioned, my name is Lauren McGoodwin. I'm the founder and CEO of Career Contessa, which I started in 2013 um, out of my master's thesis project. I was writing about millennial women and career resources, and Career Contessa was the prototype. Uh, essentially, my thesis was that. Um, By 2020, which, again, back in the days when I was writing that, that seems so far away, um, that more than half of the workforce was going to be women. And that was the largest generation of women we've ever had in the workforce. But yet there were no career resources or sites or anything that spoke about, hey, work is different for women. Here's why and how. And and so I like I said, I Career Contest was the prototype from the master's thesis. And at the time I was getting my master's, I was also working full-time as a recruiter at Hulu, and which was a really interesting time just because it was a startup. I was on the other side of the hiring table. And also I was looking around as a woman in tech and recognizing, oh, there's not a lot of women, you know, in the leadership level here. And for example, we didn't even have like a maternity leave policy back in the early days. And so it was very much one of those things where it dawned on me that women not only needed this resource, but also there's a lot of job search sites or job sites so you can apply to jobs, but there wasn't a career site. And so it's kind of like, well, what happens after you get the job? What you know, How do you have those weird conversations with your boss or what happens when you have a conflict with a coworker? So I eventually left Hulu to work on Career Contessa full-time um, and turned it into what it is now, which is really that one-stop shop for your career resource. Yes, we have job search tools and services and and job postings, but also all the other things to help you no matter what stage you're at with your career.
1: And that's what I love so much about your site is not only do you guys, you know, show that expert advice with interviews and videos as well as one-on-one mentoring and skills-based courses and resources. Um, But you have really addressed that need that's missing in the market to help women go just between, okay, you know, it takes steps A and B to get the job, but to your point, what do I do after I get the job? What are some of the major topics that you see people reaching out with the most? And I know 2013, it's changed a little bit from where we are in 2020, um, but what do you find is one of the larger questions that you get from your followers?
0: Yeah, so it's it's interesting because a lot of questions come down to like interpersonal challenges. So it's like I had this conversation with my boss, it didn't go well. Or um, so you know, I always say this stuff falls into like the career growth uh, section of our site, where we have a lot of leadership and management advice, advice on continuing education, um, advice on like how do you set goals, how do you talk to your boss about KPIs, how do you advance and progress? Um, what about networking? How can how can you do internal networking just so that, you know, jobs might come your way even when you're not job searching. Um, So career growth is a big topic. Money is a huge topic, not just from salary negotiation, but also Hey, I'm making a decent salary now. How can I make that money grow? And while we're not a personal finance website, you know, we do cover money. And then of course we're really well known for our salary project, which is our anonymous salary database that has over 60,000 salaries in it. So people love to just kind of understand, like, you know, kind of keep a pulse on like, am I being paid fairly? What is the, the market value for this job? So you can, um, check that out. It's totally free. And then, like I said, it comes to the next big topic is, you know, there isn't like a good kind of catch all phrase for this, but we kind of call it like the work life office culture kind of stuff. So productivity, you know, your coworkers, passive aggressive, what do you say? And we, we usually, what I find interesting is like, a lot of that stuff usually boils down to communication skills. Are, and as you know, these are so so important. There's written communication. Uh, there's non no, you know nonverbal communication. Um, there's communication over email, which is totally different than communication in person. And so a lot of stuff at work usually boils down to just these interpersonal relationships. And how can we give people advice on how to you know have more knowledge about that, but also navigate some of that stuff a little better? Because everybody has their own personality, and then it all collides at work. And it's it's a really interesting phenomenon to have all these different personalities be, being asked, hey, work together, <laughs> you know, but no one's giving them any training on how to figure out how to work well together. So that's where we find uh, after job search, of course, which is like that urgent need that people have. We've, we see a lot of interest in those three areas.
1: You hit on a lot of great points. I think the soft skills are definitely underplayed in not only, I think, through formal education, kind of coming up, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, and post-secondary. Um, I actually had a conversation with a friend who was saying that, you know, she felt bad because she's an art major. And right now, because of COVID, she's working as a server and that people, you know, look down on it so much, but she has some of the best interpersonal skills that I've seen, you know, of someone of, of, in anywhere. And it doesn't matter what your degree is. If you have a degree where you work or that, um, and so it's we downplay these soft skills a lot, where really sometimes those can be such a make or break in, especially in the corporate setting. What do you recommend for women right now as they're struggling with this change from you know, we used to be most a lot for a lot of people in formal settings. We were in the office, we had these kind of traditional jobs and now we're balancing this new kind of wave of trying to be productive during a pandemic. Yeah. Um what could you speak on that topic a little for us?
0: I mean, it's, it's borderline impossible. You know, I, I think if anyone is feeling like they're underwater or they're treading water and they just can't seem to get ahead, uh, for women who are especially working and trying to care for their families. I mean, I think it's just really, really, really challenging. Um, I don't think that there's, you know, any perfect schedule that works. I think at the end of the day, women are just it, it, this is just a really challenging time. I think the amount of interruptions, the amount of um, inconsistent workflow that they just, you know, versus like when they were in an office, at least they had the physical distance, you know? So I think that uh, I'd like to say like, here are some tips that will make it easier. Of course, there maybe is some advice, but at the end of the day, you don't always have a lot of control over that. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and people, I I, I will say maybe one silver lining is, you know, we're, recording this basically in August compared to March, like maybe people have been able to find some routines or gotten some sort of normalcy to a a weekly schedule versus I feel like March was sort of March and April were very much like you, you just didn't know what was going to happen. So um, it's just really hard right now. And I feel like the best thing that women can do is communicate with their employers. um, If, if, they're comfortable doing that and try to make sure that their employer understands and and they have clear expectations of like what their employer needs from them, because you can't be expecting people to work exactly the way they were before, but can you be clear about some expectations so that, you know, every week people can make sure they're hitting on those main areas. We had a interview with this woman in my book and I thought this was really good advice. And she worked for an accounting firm. Obviously this was back in the day. And, um, she really wanted to have summers off with her daughters. And of course, no one in the accounting firm took summers off, let alone worked from home ever. And she was an awesome employee and she went and she asked and they were really hesitant about it. And she said, let me do it for the first summer. They they eventually said yes to it. And long story short, she ended up getting summers off for like the rest of her career there. And she said, and I said, well, that's amazing, but you, you also continued to advance in your career. And now you're the CFO of the fourth largest bank in Texas. So clearly it didn't damage, you know, needing something different, a different type of schedule didn't damage your career advancement. How did you do that? And she said, she always was very clear on what were the three most important priorities to her boss and made sure that she always got those boxes checked. So I thought that was really good advice on how, How you can communicate? You need you know flexibility or a different schedule, but also make sure that you're still advancing your career.
1: That's huge, and I think you know you mentioned it a little bit in the beginning when we started to talk about it. But communication, 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 communication—it's really, I think, in every facet of life. You know, you don't know until you ask for things. To her point, she made the the bold leap to ask for those summers off, and then to be able to still show that you're being productive in that. It's a great point. I think we just have to continue even during this time. You know, it's been a very kind of wild ride. It's going to continue to be very dynamic through the fall that we need to just kind of communicate where we're at as best that you can. And I love that you brought up your book, Power Move. It's such an awesome book about how you teach people to pivot, reboot, and build their career of purpose. What kind of led you to the path to write that book and tell our listeners a little bit more about it and the journey?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, ultimately... I have the best job in the world in the sense of that I get to spend all day, every day thinking about how can women build successful and fulfilling careers. And one of the ways that I get to learn about that is not only through research for articles and content, but I get to interview, you know, and over the last seven plus years, I've interviewed probably thousands of women. I've talked to so many people in our community. And so I really wanted to write this book because I started to see this very common thread between, um, from the women who have these successful and fulfilling careers. And the common theme was they were making power moves and power moves are intentional behaviors, moves, habits, you know, to-do list items, whatever you want to call the point is they're intentional moves. They are made with, um, from being really proactive versus reactive. And, you know, I like to say that power moves and making power moves in your career is really the difference between desperate luck and calculated success. You can have a successful career. Like you you could definitely do that and not make power moves. But what I found is the common theme, if you wanted to be successful and fulfilled, um, the women who were able to kind of merge that into a career, they were making these power moves, which just means they were really intentional about the moves that they were making in their career. And the other thing about power moves is that we always think of them as like, know, quitting your job, to start your business, like these one in a lifetime, huge, huge opportunities. But really, I think that the key here is that power moves need to be something that you're thinking about on a daily medium and big level. So daily level might be, you know, carving out, okay, here are the top three priorities I need to do, or having a morning routine or having a nighttime routine. Like those are daily power moves, moves that are made with intention that really help you focus and bring your best self to work, right? Or a medium- power move might be um, setting boundaries. Like I have seen, especially since the pandemic hit, I've gotten um, so many amazing out of office uh, replies from people um, that are very, very honest. Like, hey, I don't answer emails on Fridays. Those are the days with my kids. Like people are being, I love this because I feel like they're being way more transparent about like, this is my life where I feel like even like pre-pandemic, there was sort of this like fear of like, if you showed your human side at work at all, people would like think less of you. And now people, I mean, they're putting it in their out of offices, you know? Um, And then the big power move might be, yeah, taking on a new big project at work, not being like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this project, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, So power moves are just really important for people to be thinking about how can you integrate them into your daily medium and big life moments and, The book is actually divided into, I mean, I give you people lots of examples of power moves, but then I divide the book into four sections. And we talk about self-care relationships, career, and money and specific power moves that you can make in there. Because for me, I think there's some foundational power moves that we all need to kind of make sure we're, we're, we're doing. And then of course you can build upon those to create really your own power moves approach to your career.
1: It's such a fascinating framework. I love that you break it down in that daily, meet and big level as well as into the four sections because sometimes, you know, the power moves in one arena, you make them in a different one and that's what really sets you apart or sets you ahead. Yep. So that's an amazing, amazing resource. So for our listeners, please definitely check out the book Power Moves. It's available on Amazon, Audible, so get your listening in uh, if you're driving <laughs> around or if you need something to break it up. Barnes & Noble and Sam books a million as well. And also on Career Contessa, you are doing a new kind of, or maybe launching at least, the 28-day career kickstart, which I think is fascinating. And you set it up so people can kind of choose different paths to kickstart depending on where they're at in their journey. Could you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the 28 day career kickstart was something where we thought, you know, how can we help people feel like, um, it it reminds me of like people who want to go on a diet or like get healthy. Sometimes they're like, okay, give it a 10 or 14 day, you know, boost or something like that. So say, same kind of concept with your career. It's like your career is not going the way you want. Okay. Let's, let's try to kickstart it with the, this four week or 28 day plan. And the way we divided it up is, and, and people can take every kickstart, but the kickstarts are find a job, make more money, learn new skills. So you can do one kickstart, you can do all of them. And the idea behind it was that um, every week for four weeks, we would basically give you content to read. It's almost like a homework assignment. It's like read this here are the actions you're going to do. And at the end of those four weeks, you have made, you know, at least significant progress in one of those areas, and you've definitely have a lot more information about that topic. So then you can go back into career contestants resources and navigate and personalize your experience from there. So I just thought it was really important to almost add this like gamification type piece to careers. I know that you know, I'm not unaware of the fact that when people think about career advice and career websites, they're like, "Ugh, I don't know. I'd so much rather, you know, spend my time doing, you know, looking at like, Or cooking or interior design or shopping or whatever. Like, I just know that this is not exactly everyone's favorite pastime. It's like working on their career. So we've tried really hard at career contested to add elements, um, to make the content engaging and fun and also really relatable. So it's like, we don't need to use this crazy business jargon. Let's just shoot it straight. Like, Hey, here's exactly the email that you should send to your boss to ask for a reimbursement for that online learning class that you really want to take, you know? And so we just try to not have so much like fluff and, and business jargon with what we're doing. And then of course with this, like I said, it kind of adds that fun every week you've got this assignment. So, you know, you got this deadline. And I, I think for me, at least I always have related to really loving the ability to feel like I'm making progress and, and be able to like see and feel that progress. And that's what I love about the 28 day career kickstart is that every week you got, you know, you've checked your boxes and now you get to move on to the next assignment.
1: Love it. And it's great that it breaks it down. It gives people those kind of manageable chunks, because I think sometimes when, you know, if you sign up for a university class or that, you know, it's a 13 week make or break, you have to, (laughs) you know, pass, fail, or get everything to get it together. And this makes it much more for people that are, you know, very busy or trying to figure out where can I fit in these elements to have my own personal growth. It gives them the opportunity to have more kind of manageable ways to tackle the work, and also having a calendar in which to keep them on track. So I think that's awesome. And for our listeners, if you haven't had the chance to check out careercontessa.com, please do so. She's got fabulous checklists, e-guides, quizzes, templates, worksheets, all of these things that are available at your fingertips, which especially as we're sitting at home trying to get things done and figure out what we're doing. There's so many great resources available, not only to ambitious moms, but any women in your life that might need help. And so Lauren, as we're kind of into you know can you believe it it's almost august which is crazy i know (laughs) you know personally for you how is everything going what are you hoping to tackle both professionally and personally kind of for the rest of the year
0: yeah, that is a good question. I uh, wrote an email to our list the other day. I have this monthly email I send called the Lauren letter. And I basically let them know like, hey, our strategy right now is like survive, not necessarily thrive. So um, I feel like for until the end of the year, I mean, we're really fortunate. We we have a small lean team right now. Um, and so that has certainly helped. COVID is you know we're not immune to the disruptions that COVID has been putting on businesses. Um, on a professional level, you know what we want to make sure is that Career Contessa continues to grow. We we are we we're not unaware of the fact that right now is extremely turbulent times in terms of people's career. So we want to make sure that we're providing as many resources um, at extremely affordable prices. Most of our content is free. We do have online courses and career coaching that people pay for, but how can we make sure that we're putting out the most relevant and timely information to help people? Um, I sort of have this belief that as a business, like you know, especially when people are in a, are in a time of need, if you can be the company that helps them in that you know moment of feeling hopeless, um, they're going to be a quote unquote customer slash reader for life, and so that's really important to us to make sure like, hey, we get that everybody's going through some career changes right now. What can we do to help them? So we're really focused on that. Um, versus, you know, trying to, um, launch like new products or services or anything like that. It's really important for us to just make sure the content that we have is there. Um, and then on a personal level, I mean, I, I think I'm similar to a lot of other people where it's like, well, summer and fall are just blurred into one big thing. So I think the most important thing I've realized is like carving out specific boundaries um even though your work and your home and everything is blurred together so if i can like creating some sort of um habits or rituals to celebrate the end of a week and um, i want to try to do something at the end of summer slash the beginning of fall I, i'm lucky i live in southern california so there's a lot of cool places even if it's just like driving in the car <laughs> which is now like a luxury it seems always really fun to have uh somewhere to drive to so personally i'm just trying to um you know, find some separation. So it's not just 24 seven work. And then from a work uh, standpoint, it's just continuing to make sure that we're there for people right now.
1: It's such a great approach. And I think you hit the nail right on the head of giving people the resources they need when they're down. And it does, you know, customer service element of that it makes people return. It makes them very loyal listeners, readers, you know, engagers that when it's available to them when they really need it. So I love that you're doing it. And I think you touched on something that for our listeners is something for them to consider that we are going into what would be normal transitions of summer to fall, you know, the summer into the school year, and to try and mark some of these transitions. I think that's one thing that people, it's going to be definitely a different year than I think we've ever seen, but still to try and make sure that we're Working on these transitions, I think, to help our own mental well-being. Um, and I love that I wrote down. I always tell people when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm writing curious notes. And I I don't know if I've heard the "survive not thrive" mentality, <laughs> so that's something that I will definitely be carrying forward because it's you know we always say done is better than perfect, and I think that's kind of in that vein. So I really like that. But yeah. for our listeners, how can they continue to follow your work and yeah. what you're up to?
0: So our website is careercontessa.com. And then we are at Career Contessa on every social media platform. I would say our Instagram is the one that people know us the best for. Um, so at Career Contessa on Instagram. My book is called Power Moves. And you can find it pretty much anywhere where books are sold. I highly recommend trying to order from a local bookseller. Um you can also go to powermovesbook.com, and on there I even have a downloadable discussion guide. So something really fun that people have been doing is starting uh, career book clubs with their friends. So having other women to kind of talk about this weird time with your career, and 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 so there's a discussion guide you can get for free if you go to powermovesbook.com. And then our podcast, which is um, weekly career advice, uh, is called The Females, and it's spelled F-E-M. A I L S, Uh, So you can listen to us every week to give you and every time we have an episode you leave with very actionable tips on something specific Like we did one recently about how to create value and influence at work with four tips and so what I really like is kind of like, really actionable tangible things that people can take away and so we do that every week there too.
1: That's amazing. I, I can't wait to listen more keep following what you're doing. You are up to so much. I love it. The content's great. It's one of my favorite websites that I follow. Um, Thank you for all that you're doing. We're so thrilled to have you as a guest on the mother honestly podcast and for always being such a strong supporter of mother, honestly. So thank you Lauren for joining us. I wish you all the best headed into as you wrap up your summer into fall. Um, And I encourage everyone power moves is on my shelf. I think it's a great book. I encourage you all to pick up a copy as well.
0: Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun.
1: Thanks, Lauren. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more relevant content for the ambitious mom, head on over to motherhonestly.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mother Honestly. Love our podcast. We want to hear from you please rate and review our podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We love growing at Mother Honestly, and your reviews help us grow. Stay safe, stay well, and always stay ambitious.